The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Wednesday, boys and girls, how are you? It is time for another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Matt Peralt, the Bostonian, Dave Sharp in the book. I'm in a damn good mood. Yes, sir. I've been up early. Yep. Already got most of my workouts done. Yes, sir. Cold plunge done. Good betting day. Good day to talk about sports. How are you, sir? We got a guest here at the top that already, this is going to be the most professional looking live shot we've done on BBB. There's no Straight question up. about that. There's no question <laughs> about that. We got Taylor Mathis in our neighborhood. Yeah. She's down on the strip talking about F1 and all the other stuff because we won't go down there because there's too much traffic. Fuck no. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Oh, right off the top. Over you know. over on the swears today for me, Will. Oh, so just baby. FYI, all I'm right. going nowhere near that hellacious landscape that they're calling the strip at the moment. Nope. Well, I might go down and see Taylor for lunch or something, but nope. we're, we're going to bring Taylor to you guys and talk about what's going on and that chaos down there and everything else. We got hats on the way out. I Seriously, was, dude. I was, I was <laughs> at the post office and getting those out, and, and there's a procedure, and I've nailed it, and we got them all out. They're all on the way. For those of you that saw the tweet at Sports Beat Cake and Sig and at Boston versus the book, it's out. The pictures are there. DM at Boston versus the book. If you're thinking of a hat, we can see what we can do with my hat guy and get it done. Um, Yeah. I swear every single time you do this, my DMs blow up. The discord channel goes crazy. Do they? How can I buy a hat? Where can I get a hat? How I promise you at some bleeping point in this world, we're going to figure out how to get you guys the ability to buy hats it's coming around. It's just getting to the point where like, we have to just figure this out because the demand is too great. You can't, what did you spend three hours making hats the other day? Probably close, <laughs> close so, to that. So, uh, but it's all worth it. It's all worth it. It is worth it. I'm saying, comes like, in, we want to make show. it easy for people because they just want to buy a hat and they have like the whole process is long and tumultuous and difficult. And, we want to make it but only simple, is because easy. they get the tender love and care. And JC from KC said, are they game used hats? Because I wore them all on the show yesterday. You if you didn't see the show, I did wear each one of the hats that went out today. Did. Um, just to show them to you guys and what the possibilities are. Dream big, think imagination, whatever. If the guys got the hats, we can put it together. Um, if you want me to do it, I can do it. I got a hat artist. I mean, my guy is tremendous with this stuff. So we'll do it. We'll get to that hopefully in time for the holiday season, but we got to get to Taylor while she's that, she that ain't happening out on the strip. That, that ain't happening before the holiday season. That ain't happening. My friend, come on, bro. <laughs> We're in the holiday season. Thanksgiving is next week. Next week. It starts next week. Are you in the holiday season now? I mean, I, my daughter's already 
we're literally this weekend. That's what we're doing. I mean, the house is getting the outside. I can't do the outside till after Thanksgiving, but the inside's getting Christmased out this week. Oh boy. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Here it's we already, go. It's coming. All right. Without further ado, bring her in, please. Let's go down to the Las Vegas strip where we are going to find the one and the oh only Taylor Math that's joining I mean, us. This is such a professional looking just take us off the screen at this point. <laughs> what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> it's going on. Taylor, Matt and Dave, how are you? Welcome to Vegas. I'm doing great. It's a beautiful morning out. A lot hotter than I expected it to be right now. Sun shining. The strip's pretty dead so far this morning, but we're just getting going. It's early. Look at the backdrop. Look at the New York, New York backdrop. This That's is the, the most professional shot. looking back. This is like a legitimate stand-up shot we've got going on. Yeah. It's the only so, so, best. I always <laughs> professionalism. It's phenomenal. She has a tripod and everything. So getting here for you, you flew in. What was it like going from the airport to wherever you were going? Because I have heard that this is where everyone's getting very frustrated already about the getting to and from out of in the airport right now. Honestly, wasn't too bad. I flew in yesterday, got in around 1230, grabbed my bag, got an Uber. I'm staying at the MGM Grand. Got me there pretty quickly. Good. Off immediately to uh, Speed City, where the Mercedes-Benz party was going to be. Got to talk to the Mercedes drivers, Lewis Hamilton and uh, Russell as well, which was very cool. Got to experience some of the new Mercedes they're going to bring bringing out in 2024, which I wasn't even allowed to take pictures or video. They locked our phones in a vault, but I got a lot of these really cool new cars that are going to be released in the coming year. And the party itself was awesome. Tons of celebrities, athletes, all kinds of people there and ready to celebrate F1. Taylor, are you a fast driver? Like when you drive a car, are you a fast driver? Am I a fast driver? Yes. I've been told I'm not a great driver most of the time. <laughs> but hey, every dad's going to say that to their teenage daughter. My dad has been in the car business for 30 plus years. So I've been around cars my entire life. He had me driving in parking lots when I was 10 to get practice. So I've been driving for a long time. But I wouldn't say I'm a great driver. I wouldn't say I'm a fast driver. I'm, I'm pretty with the speed limit. In Arizona, everybody drives at least 10 over the speed limit at all times. At least 10 over. That's yeah. that's what... Wait, uh, can that's what can you drive a manual? Did your dad teach you how to drive a stick? He didn't. Both my parents can drive stick, though, but he did not teach me how to drive stick. I'm a little disappointed he didn't because I... <laughs> <laughs> so... The speed is what everybody's talking about for this race. Right. And like, you're going to be right down there. Can you believe that they're going to drive that fast? And like, when you talk to these drivers, it's just like matter of fact to them, right? They're just like, yeah, we just drive 180 down the street, 200. Like it's nothing. But I will say hearing from yesterday, a lot of them are really nervous about the weather, how cold it's going to be here is a big factor that they're all looking at. And a lot of them are talking about driving with their simulators throughout the last couple of months. It's a lot different than really experiencing Vegas in the cold, what the tires are gonna be like on the track and they're experiencing a whole new track for the first time. I sensed more nerves than I think I would have expected out of these drivers yesterday. Yeah, it's a great point because most of the track is a straightaway. So there's a worry about the tires not warming up enough so when they finally do have to turn, they might be on skates and there may be more accidents than what they're expecting in the first year. 
I, I totally agree. And everybody out here, of course, knows Max Verstappen pretty much dominates F1 and we're expecting him to win this race as well. The odds are basically not even worth betting on at this point for him to take first place. You could put a sprinkle on McLaren driver Lando Norris to win if you think there's a chance he could win his first F1 race out here in Vegas. He's finished on the podium in four out of his last five races. He's been top 10 in five straight, if not six straight, I actually, correct me on that, six straight. If you think there's a chance that Norris could get it done, he might be worth a little money to put on there. What's the gear situation like down there? Because, you know, I'm always about the gear and the 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 hats and the jackets. Oh, I saw you that, in a really sharp-looking jacket yesterday. Pretty sharp stuff, no? Well, first word I'm going to use to explain the gear is expensive. <laughs> I went into one of the stores in BetMGM. They decked it all out. It's only F1 gear that you can buy. One baseball cap. I pick it up. I look at it. I'm like, this is so cute. I'm going to get myself an F1 hat. $80 for yep. a baseball cap. $80. Yep. A t-shirt's $120. You can get all the gear you want. Yeah. Yeah. That bright yellow t-shirt that's like the official t-shirt yeah. of F1 is like $120. I've been selling it. Crazy. Like, Crazy. It's like, what are, we, what are we doing? It's a t-shirt for $120. Well, the F1 fans, I feel like if you're a fan of F1, if you're experienced in F1, a lot of those people, they, they've got a lot of money to spend. So yeah. for them, that money on that T-shirt is probably nothing. But for me, I'm looking at that baseball cap and I was like, I can't spend $80 on a baseball cap. So you mentioned Verstappen and how everyone thinks he's going to win. He he had the most controversial quote leading up to what's going to be the race events here. And he said that this is a show, not a race that this is not so much about the best driver or about who's going to win, but about just being on the Vegas strip with all the cameras, all the pictures and everything else. Are you hearing any more of that, that this is not going to be a great race? It's more about just being in Vegas and being on the strip. So far, I've only talked to a few fans. A lot of them have the same token that you're kind of speaking to. Amber Stoppin has spoke to. I think it's a little difficult for F1 to create havoc and gain more of a fan base here in the U.S. When you have one driver that's been so dominant throughout the sport, it makes it near impossible for anyone else to come away with a win. So I can understand his quote in a way of it being more of a show than a race with how dominant he's been in the sport. Hoping over time, maybe we see some of these other drivers step up to his level, but at this point, it doesn't really look like anybody can touch him. T, what's your schedule the rest of the week? Because practice Thursday, uh, qualifying Friday, race Saturday night. Um, you're here. You're busy. It's hard to get around. What are you doing for the next, like, 24 to 48 hours? I mean, not that anybody's going to come out and try to find you. I'm just curious what this looks like for you. It's all right. I already had a couple guys in the casino yesterday come up to me. And chat with me for a little bit, but they were super nice. So I'm always like, if I see somebody and they want to come talk to me, hey, I'll talk to whoever. Uh, my schedule is very packed. During the day, today and tomorrow, Sports Grid has me down on the strip. We're going to be doing a lot of man on the street type of content for social. I'll be heading over to Circle, Circa multiple times throughout the day. Gabe is there. We're going to be doing little pop-ins of me talking F1 throughout some of the shows. This week for the next two days, tonight I am going to the opening ceremony. I'll be there for Sports Grid. We're also going to do some live hits from the opening ceremony as well. Same with practice tomorrow. And then I actually head out Friday uh, because Rebecca 
sports grid. They really want me more here for the pre race events right. as opposed to the race because we can't really get down onto the track and interview anyone on the actual yeah. race. The only they only credentialed local uh Vegas media pretty much to get down on the track. So it's kind of not worth it for me to actually be at the race, but I will be at every other event. My schedule's jam-packed. I'll be t- be between the strip, circa and all the F1 events throughout the week. Now, the road closure begins today. They will close the strip down starting today. So, yeah, get ready to walk, okay? Because you better have comfortable shoes on. Get, getting to Circa is not going to be as easy as just, like, walking out at MGM Grand, getting in an Uber, and heading on down because that whole area of Colval Lane, all of that is getting shut down starting today. It's why I'm not going to class today because UNLV is right on the other side of the strip. I'm not going to class. I got no – I canceled it already. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going anywhere near it. The weather is nice here. You mentioned there is a fear factor about the weather. What will you do if it rains? This is always a very, you're going to be outside. It may rain tomorrow. It may rain on Friday. It may rain on Saturday. How much are people talking rain? If it rains, we've got the (laughs) right there. I'm ready to go. I'm prepared for the weather condition. A lot of people were telling me last night, be prepared. It gets cold at night in the desert. I'm like, I live in Arizona. Yeah, you're used to it. How this works out here. I'm ready. For this type of weather, hot, sunny during the day, cold, freezing at night when the sun goes down. So I'm prepared, ready to go right now. I, I'm loving the weather. It's beautiful. A little bit of cloud coverage. It's perfect out here. Oh, it's perfect. Now, are you so rested a week? Are you focused on the race? Like, so we can't ask you about Cincinnati and Baltimore on Thursday night or NFL on the weekend. Are you doing the work? Because you always come with the props and you always come with the other stuff. Still I'll focused be, on a little football, I'll Iowa couple, basketball. I'm going to give you a couple little plays that I like. Nice. I oh, I'm like, you know, I always come with the props. Okay. I always come with the props. Tonight, I'm all over a little same game parlay. We've got the Suns taking on Minnesota. Minnesota's won seven straight. The Suns have dropped two straight. This is the first time we're going to see the big three out on the court during the regular season for Phoenix. Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker going over 25 and a half points. He's missed five games straight with that right calf strain that he's had going on. But I feel like this is his game that he's got to come out and prove that he is the leader on this Suns team tonight. He sets the tone. He sets the pace for this team. The Suns also need a win. They're six-point favorites when I looked this morning. So I'm at Suns money line. Devin Booker to go over 25 and a half points. I believe if you take Devin Booker over 25 and a half points right now, too, just as a straight bet, it's plus 105. He's hit that over in nine out of his last 10 games, two out of his last three games against the Timberwolves last season. I like Devin Booker to have a big night tonight. Taylor, do you have any betting traditions in Vegas? Like I know friends of mine, when they walk into Vegas, they go right to a roulette table. It's black or red. If they hit, they feel good about the trip. Do you have any betting things you have to do when you're in Vegas? Yes, I do. And I'm I'm a little ashamed of myself to say it, but I'm definitely a slots girl. They get me. I see the fun little <laughs> the, the movies that they're covering or it's some play or something. I'm like, oh, yesterday I saw Little Shop of Horrors. And I was like, I got to play the Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> I lost $60 like in two minutes. Like, just like that. But I always played the Buffalo slots. That's my oh. go-to first one every time. I do that. I played a little bit of blackjack last night. I did all right. I'm up about 50 bucks. Nice. So I, I love a little blackjack when I get to Vegas as well. But other than that, I pretty much stick to the slots in blackjack. Those are my go-tos. 
Excellent. Um, last one from me. What's for lunch? What did you decide? Did, did, did you come up with anything? Because I put, wow, I sent you eight east. When you get to Circa, you must go up to eight east. But anything in in mind? I right as of right now, nothing. Sports Grid's got me on a strict schedule right now throughout the. So I'm gonna hopefully get a little chance to possibly eat at some point. If not, we'll get to the meal after I finish working tonight. That's okay. what happened yesterday. I went to Mori Moto, I think it was called, inside MGM Grand. Yep. Good. Good. So good. Had a great time. Also, my waiter was amazing. Him and I chatted for probably 30 minutes. He was basically my dinner companion for the night. <laughs> I was on the phone. But uh, it was great. delicious food. So I'll find another spot tonight. If I make it over to Circa, I'll eat there, Dave. If not, I'll find something else on over here by my hotel. Well, it's shoot Las me Vegas. a text. We might come down and meet you and have dinner. It's Las Vegas. <laughs> Taylor, thank you for coming down. Of course. Appreciate thank you being you. here. Thanks for coming on. Uh, you may need the umbrella, just just saying. You just may want to keep that a little handy because it sounds <laughs> like it's coming. So appreciate the time. We'll talk soon, all right? Thanks, guys. Taylor See Mathis ya. from Sports Grid joining us here on the Bostonian Good versus message. the book. Good to get her on the program. That was the most professional-looking live shot we have done in the history of BVB. You mean Dubsy? Like ripping his shirt off in the hotel room wasn't? Yeah, we've had Dubsy show off his shirt in a hotel room. We've had uh, JY do the look back. JY do the look back. <laughs> we've, we've had um, the Emerson the, just with the, the leg show. The, the leg show with the string cheese. The leg show there. I mean, just yeah. like the look of it though. That, like, that looked like with the mic plug and everything else. That looked like a live shot from the Las Vegas Strip. So that was a lot of fun to get her on the program. Yeah, the weather is going to be probably the biggest conversation point from here on out. It is Cloudy gorgeous today. today. I mean, it's over. Oh, it's gorgeous today, though. Well, I love it. Like, we're like, and people, you guys don't understand when we say it's overcast and we like it, it's not overcast that, that much. So, when no. it's overcast, it keeps that sun away from you and it's uh, comfortable. So, I yeah. mean, it's like 67 degrees outside mm. right now. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's gorgeous out right now. The, it, look, again, I know why they want to run the race at 10 p.m. I still don't really understand the whole idea. Like in it's the gonna desert, look incredible. It's going to look amazing. But we learned yesterday that they are they lied. What? They told us two weeks to take everything down. It ain't two weeks. You know it. You saw. Have it's you seen eight, those things? Eight weeks. Yeah, that's two months, and that means it's probably three. Two months more. After the damn thing's over, right? they're going to be screwing up our life for two months afterwards. I didn't think this thing could get worse for locals. I didn't think people could be more angry. After they leave, the, the anger goes to like 15 times worse because going up to it, your answer, it's going to look incredible, Matt. It's going to look amazing. It's going to be a great event. Just hold on. Wait till it gets here. Okay. And now when it's gone, what do I got to do now? Oh, yeah, by the way, more traffic, more issues, more road closures, more problems. Are All you serious? Problem. Yeah. Oh, Just in time for the Super Bowl. Just in time for the Super Bowl. The it's not gonna, no, the is, story I read last night, it's not going to affect the Super Bowl. It's going to affect the biggest thing we do every single year. Yes. CES is hundreds of thousands of people. Screw yes. F1. That's It is billions with a B. To the local economy when CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, which happens every January here for two weeks, that's going to get screwed by the F1 takedown, not put up, the takedown.
Yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's very difficult to get to and from different places. Um, and it's not going to be fixed anytime soon. So if somebody wants to make a shirt that says FF1, please, I will wear it on the air. Straight up. I'm done with this event. I am done with everything. If it never comes back, I am 100% happy. If it never returns to this market, awesome. Awesome. Hey. I to come, I, everyone's telling me that it's going to be too... I guess there is something in the clause, like every couple of years they can get out of it, but like it's Three coming years. back. You're coming back. Like I was told the other day, like it's coming back next year. Like it, it's going to happen coming back next year because yeah. the one and done rumor was out there. It was loud. Yeah, but they, they, they pulled it off. I mean, it's, it's going to go, they're going to do it again. Yuck. We'll, we'll, we'll see after that. We'll see after Suffer that. through the whole damn thing. So. Rainmaker Lou. Sweet Lou from the 412 is already on it for the T-shirt. Please make it. Thank you. He got I'm a aware. T-shirt. He made us T-shirts. We Beautiful. wore them make on the show. FF1, and I will 100% wear it on the air. Yes. I want no part. I, I could wear on the strip this week. People would buy it like crazy. We like, could sell them. Like, like a T-shirt vendor is walking around, and they, I guarantee you would sell so many of them. you like one of those guys where they put like 10 on their shoulder, and they just walk around outside outside the stadium. Just 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 100%. We'd sell out like We're in two seconds. You down there. We'll, we'll figure out different ways to do that. Don't give them the playbook right here on the show. <laughs> we got people watching the show all over. If you are watching, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Approaching 100 likes a day on Ooh. here. Comments afterward. People listening on the podcast app or wherever you find podcasts. In addition to, I went in the BVB Discord last night. What? I was Wait. in the BVB Discord last you? night. You? Oh, no. Yeah. What is the BVB Discord? BVBshow.com. Direct link to it. I had a direct link to it. I went in because I wanted to watch the Creighton game. Yes. I finished on SportsGrid. I go downstairs, and they're watching The Voice. I said, excuse me, does anyone want to watch the Creighton game? It's going to be really good. They're they're having uh, the playing Iowa. It's a lot of people. And they said, no. I said, fine. <laughs> I went back upstairs and I wanted to watch it with someone. Oh, so see? I got on the Discord channel. There you go. And watched it with Addison and SoCal DJ and all the boys were in there. It's a lot of fun. That game was a lot of fun, Piro. Oh, very rare when I go 4 0 on a single game. First half over. Ding. Game over. Ding. Creighton team total. Ding. Iowa plus 12. Ding. Was perfect. We nailed that handicap yesterday. Mate. In the program. We got that thing locked and loaded and taken down. Taken down's what Deshaun Watson season is. He is done for oh, the for season. People, this is the brownie. He supposedly wanted to play. Yeah. He asked to be shoot shot up and to play every week. Mm-hmm. And the doctors told him that if you take a direct hit on that shoulder in the same done. spot that your injury, it'll done. explode your shoulder and you'll be done for your career. Right. It's a crazy comment. Explode your shoulder. Like, wait, what? So now he was pretty busted up. You watched the video. It took about 10 seconds to answer the question about how does this feel? And he's pretty pissed off. He's pretty mad. He's pretty upset. I think given the contract and given the fact that he just had one of the best wins in what the last 20 years for the Browns last week. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he played his tail off. The team comes roaring back. They're six and three. Six and three. <sighs> can, they, can they make the playoffs with DTR as the starting quarterback? I think the obvious answer is no. Not in the yeah. AFC. 
I don't think it's going to happen, but I don't know. I mean, now that you know he's hurt, he's out. DTR Done. gets all the reps. Um, How sick do they have to be that they had Joshua Dobbs? They had Joshua Dobbs. Like, they had him on the roster. This guy that's going to take the Vikings to the playoffs. They had Maybe. the backup. Because P.J. Walker ain't it, man. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think what, what this represents is that the team does not believe that P.J. Walker is a guy who can actually win games. Uh, right now, it's crisis mode. Hell Our yeah. Guy, gone. We got to, you know, throw him to the Wolves. The Steelers' defense is pretty good. How about this Phillip is not Rivers? like the ideal team what's, to make your first start. Against. What's Philip doing? What's Philip, what's Philip Rivers doing? Stop. <laughs> what's he doing? He's taking care of his kids. He's coaching high school football. He's got 25 of them. <laughs> I think it's nine, maybe 10. I don't know. But I think it's 25. Yeah, he's busy. He's busy. <laughs> he's really busy. He ain't he's coming always, back to play he's, quarterback. He's busy getting busy all the time. <laughs> well, they got to be done. I mean, that's enough. I, no, he's not. I think she's pregnant right now. Stop. I think she is. Lock it up. <laughs> yeah, I'll snip that. Uh-uh. What are you doing? <laughs> live oh, rounds. Philip Rivers is, is a live round shooter. I don't know who they're even. I mean, are you talking to somebody that's not playing football right now to come back as an insurance policy? Or? I'm praying to go find somebody on the street who used to play the position. Like I'm talking to Matt Ryan. I'm talking to everyone. I don't care who it is. Can you play? DTR is not good. He is not a good. How do we even know that? Because we've seen him play this year. He got replaced by PJ Walker. Like this is this kid. No, I'm sorry. It is. This is a, this is a very bad. If I'm a Brown, uh, if I'm a Browns fan, I am looking on the street for whomever I can pull off of it to play quarterback. Oh my goodness. Your defense is phenomenal. Just hand the ball off. Can you hand a football off? Can you throw a little bit? Because DTR cannot. DTR can run. Yes, he can run. That's why they drafted him. Okay, so this will be one of those. I mean, the total went down to 34. <laughs> it should. Yeah. 34. Browns are favored. It's in Cleveland. How are you favored? How are the Browns favored against your team? How is this possible? How is DTR favored against the Steelers? This makes Probably no sense. He came in and said it out loud. Don't say the quiet part out loud that Steelers that? plus four goes right in the CLV can. Damn it. He said it yesterday. I couldn't believe the line was four. No. How could they be giving his team four? Because Pittsburgh, all they do is get out, gained every game. Right. They have the terrible offense every game. Blah, 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 blah. The line should be three. It's Cleveland minus three. Just that, well, that, that was with Watson, you mean? That was it. I said, take it, take the four. And now it's two, two and a half. It's They're going to be favored. Up. It's coming back up. Yes. Cleveland's defense is the number one defense in the league. You can't make Pittsburgh favored with that offense in Cleveland. Why not? Because people will bet it. Good. They're already betting Cleveland. This is what I love. Okay. okay. This is the whole thing I was telling you about with the Iowa thing. People will bet it. Good. Isn't that the point? I'm a book. I want bets. Come bet it. Yeah, this thing could fall. What if it falls three now? You want DTR? You can have him. It's, I don't want him. I'm you good. Can have him. You I'm, want to lay I mean, money on DTR? All you. Go right ahead. I know Kenny Pickett's not exactly Tom Brady, but my goodness, he's a lot better than DTR is. I mean, this game is going woefully under. No one is woefully? scoring anything. 
woefully under. Yes, this, no one is scoring in this game. This is this is the NFL version of Iowa Rutgers. <laughs> this is awful. Oh, I don't know if we're ready for that. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. There's no offense being scored. If 24 points total gets scored in this game, I'll be stunned. It'll take turnovers and mistakes for that to happen. That's only Wednesday. Put it in the chat. Who's winning this game? That includes you, JC, from Steelers KC. are winning this game. Steelers? Yes. Steelers or Browns? Put it in the chat. Steelers are winning this game. Wow. Yes. I mean, you're adamant. Yes. Nothing's changing your mind between now and Sunday. Unless they start a different quarterback. Uh, who? <laughs> start start a different quarterback. They're going to start a different so they quarterback. go get Matt Ryan? I don't know. Go get somebody else. They start so, a different quarterback. Joshua Dobbs walked in on Tuesday and won a football game the next Sunday. Joshua so puts, Dobbs was playing. He was already performing the job. But he wasn't on the roster. You want to go get a guy who's taking care of nine kids and bring him in? I don't in care. Your, just get somebody. I don't care who it is. Someone who just got cut. Some of our practice squad. I DTR PJ Walker and Robinson, neither one Walker or Robinson. No, nay, zip, none. No, get me somebody else. Wow. I'm playing somebody else because the Steelers are going to load the box and say, go ahead, kid, throw. It's like the easiest defensive game plan ever. You're not running the ball on the Steelers. They're hard to run anyway on. And now you're going to make him throw the football. Yep. Go ahead. Justin Simpson just came in a chat and said, if it was Walker, if Walker played, he'd take the Browns. Okay. Maybe because Walker has got higher upside, but he makes monster mistakes. The Browns don't like the mistakes he makes. PJ Walker throws picks, fumbles the ball all over the place, carries the ball like a loaf of bread. And with, you know, TJ Watt coming around the edge, that could be really problematic. Case Keenum. What are you doing? I take him. You start Case Keenum. I bet the Browns. Yes. What? Yes. Case Keenum. I'm betting the Browns. Uh-huh. Yes. Give me Case Keenum, and I am 100% betting the Browns. You know how bad it is? Mrs. K.D. Dow. Okay. That's Jay Dow's missus. Yes. Right? Ravens fan through and through. Born, raised. She came in the chat and just said, it pains me. Can't believe I'm saying it, but she likes the Steelers. You know how hard that is for like real Ravens fans to say? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if real Raven fans are saying it, everybody's saying it. Is this the public dog of the week? The Browns or the Steelers? Steelers. Or the public dog of the week? I don't care. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't care. Can't be this easy. Can't be this easy. It ain't going to be easy. I don't think it's going to be that easy. I think it's going to be really hard. But Does I a think- winning team even get 20 points? In no. This game? I told you, 24 points total. Oh, my gosh. 24 Alternate points. total under? If you want to. I mean, pick it on the Fitz road. Against- magic? Dave Stanley oh, picks? Hell yes. Get the- hell yes. What? Yes. Anyone. Yes. You're nuts. Heartbeat You're- quarterback over these two with the Browns right now. <laughs> Does your heart beat? Can you call a play? Have you taken a step in the NFL? Can you throw a football? Get your glove or get your hat, get your helmet, and get in the game, kid. But I haven't played in a year or two. I don't, don't care worry about that. I don't care. You're gonna go play because this because I'm not playing the two quarterbacks we've got right now. They put themselves in a really bad spot because they're overpaying for their starting quarterback and they can't afford to pay anybody else for a backup for, for a backup. 
Connor Whiskey said TP12. Oh, stop it. No, Tom's not playing anymore. That's Boy, that, that, that ugly ship is as hell. hell in a Browns uniform. He would. Can't have but, that. But he's getting so much work done now. He's gonna he's gonna look ugly as hell without having to worry about wearing a uniform or not. Tom's gonna cut it out. I bet he's gonna be here for the F1. Oh, I would I would say so. I mean, Brady, I mean Wahlberg and Brady are seen at every big event now. So yeah. He's a, he's a he's a he's a team owner in this in this city. I got to shout out my uncle, my uncle V. Oh, hey, Don and Jimmy. Okay, good friends of his. They all used to hang out in the book together. Don and Jimmy are over there watching the show. They went to visit Uncle V today. They said we're going to see your uncle. Can you come by? I said I'll be doing the show. And Uncle V used to watch us every night on the sports grid when it was cable. on the cable. Yep, took it off the cable. So he says I can't I can't see you and the Boston guy anymore. <laughs> So I said to Don, I'll send you the link. Watch the show. So nice. Uncle V, you keep doing what you're doing too. And I'm going to have to ask him. I'm going to have to get down there now and ask him, mm. Steelers or Browns? And he'll say, why are you asking me that fucking question? <laughs> Steelers. He'll look at me like that. He'll get real close and go, why are you asking me that question? Like if I would go down there dressed like this with this Browns hat, he'd go Uh-oh. get the hell out of here. Uh-oh. You don't like the Browns. Nobody don't likes blame the Browns them. Pittsburgh. Don't blame them. I, yeah. I, I, I hear that. I hear that. Uh, the story that I'm the most perplexed with today. Well, actually, there's two, but this is the, this is one of them. Robert Sala said, "When Aaron Rodgers wants to play, Aaron Rodgers is going to play." How about that? Like, not in the best interest of the team. Not what the team. When Aaron Rodgers tells me to jump, I say, "How high?" This is like. I know you have a horrible quarterback in New York. I know you are losing consistently. But again, Aaron Rodgers coming back after a, after an Achilles injury, uh-huh. a torn Achilles, uh-huh. faster than any other human being in the history of professional athletics. Wouldn't you want to be a little bit careful with him? Wouldn't you want to say, look, we're going to make sure he's, we want him here next year. Cause this year is a wash. No matter when he comes back, this year is a wash. So let's make sure he's healthy for next year. And if you do it again, if you come back too soon, just to prove a damn point and you rip it again. Now what? Uh, so business wise, think about this. The next couple of weeks will determine their fate, whether they're going to even be still in the hunt or not make the playoffs. If they're not going to make the playoffs, don't play. But come back for one game. Why? Zing it around. Why? A couple passes. Why? Give them hope. You're going to sell out everything. You're already selling out everything. The tickets are sold preseason. You've already sold it all out. You don't worry about that. Money's in the bank. You already got it. You don't need to do that. You the offensive line is still a trash. Zach. You have a trash offensive line. Trash. You're going to put him behind that trash offensive line? That's what got him hurt in the first place. You're going to go put him back out there again behind the same line that got him hurt? I am. I, this is I wouldn't. dumb. This is I dumb. Aaron plays when Aaron wants to play. Like you, Robert Sala, are you that neutered? Like, are, are your balls in a jar at Aaron's house? Like, what do you mean? When, when Aaron says he wants to play, Aaron gets to play. You're maybe still the coach, right, bro? Like maybe you, he said that to the press just to appease everybody. No? Appease? You say it publicly. Aaron Rodgers, they can hold you to account and say, hey, 
coach, I'm playing. No, you're not. You said when I say I'm ready, I'm playing. I'm playing, right? <laughs> saying things publicly is worse than saying it privately. Oh, I don't know, Coleman. We're talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. I don't know. I wouldn't play him. I personally, I there's nothing to gain no. from playing him and everything to lose. Yes. Right? Like, what are we gonna do? We're gonna win a game so we can go nine and eight. Like, what's the purpose? I don't get it. <laughs> I need you to be ready to play next year. We got one shot with you, right? Like, I feel like it's like next year is the year. We're gonna draft mountain offensive <laughs> linemen. Right. Yeah. We're really drafting. I'm drafting Mount Kilimanjaro. My gut tells me, yeah, my gut tells me that they will look in the free agent market and the trade market more than the draft. I think they'll use whatever they got to do. I need Mount Everest on my right. I need Mount Kilimanjaro on my left and say, don't let him get touched so he can operate. And we're going to hand it off. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I mean, that's their window. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I mean, did you see the shot of him when Nathaniel Hackett called a play that Aaron didn't like? <laughs> and he walked away just going like that. I did. I mean, he's got tequila on the sidelines for a reason. Needs to drink to watch that team like everybody else. I mean, he'd be, he said it wasn't a bong. He said it was tequila. So, I mean, I would need tequila too to be watching that Jets team. Watching Nathaniel Hackett call plays with Zach Wilson. I'd be taking every shot I could. <laughs> See, I feel like sometimes you do that when I say something, you do that thing where you <laughs> you hit the thing, or I just I put the listening glasses on when you start doing it. He did it right when he heard the play call. He went, Oh no. Like, <laughs> He went, you could tell like in his mind, he went, That ain't fucking working. <laughs> Punt team, get ready. <laughs> yep, he knew exactly what was wrong. And then he spilled, he dropped whatever the hell that case was and out poured the bottle, Bye. which looked, looked like a bong, which he claimed was tequila. <laughs> sure. I would have rather it been a bong. It would have been awesome. Although that bong water could have made that inside really nasty. Carson Wentz. Fine. Yes. Stop. That, please. Yes. Where are you guys coming up with these? I love. Names? I love Russ Carson Wentz. Yes. Was Carson Wentz available? He is. No. You would no, bet no, on no, Carson no. Wentz no, at Carson home Wentz. for the Browns. Yes, Carson Wentz is with the Rams. Carson Wentz just signed with the Rams. Carson Wentz is not available. <laughs> but I, we could trade for him though. Oh no, trade line has gone. You can't trade for him either. Shoot. Nope. Can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Mm. <laughs> you would bet on Carson. Where's Wentz Nick Foles at these days? Nick, Nick Foles. Nick Foles running around. He's still in the league. I don't know. I'm just throwing out like quarterbacks that you did like were good for a flash and then disappeared in, uh, off off the radar screen or backing up somebody somewhere. Oh man, this is dude. No way. No way. <laughs> Ku looked the part last night. Really, Hunter Dickinson is a. I mean, that kid. He's unbelievable. Twenty-seven and twenty-one rebounds is hello. This is why I think KU is going to be the biggest problem because there's nobody in college basketball that's going to stop that kid. They Put the chat Joe, down. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. All right, you, all right, you finally found a name that causes me to say no. <laughs> all right, you finally went there. You finally got me to, to admit somebody else I would not bet on. Yes, Joe Flacco. Big not, Ben. That's blasphemy. 
Big Ben's like, like I mean, he's even alive. Where's he Big been? Big Ben's doing just fine. He wouldn't come back for no. the Browns. That's true. Who in yeah. the hell said that? You're out. Big Ben, <laughs> Gary flights. Come on. Uh, yeah. So this, KU this last the, night. Listen, KU looked uh, great. I only caught the back end of the game. Oh, so you missed the whole first half when they couldn't hit a shot. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, damn, like this team's going to be in the final four. I only saw the back end of the game, though. Yeah, no, when they are on, I mean, they, they got a couple of really athletic kids and they got obviously the best big in college basketball and they're going to be a serious problem. I mean, it's just we know KU has guards. They always do have wings. Now they have a center who can really hurt you in multiple ways, can rebound with anybody in the country. KU is a big problem. I bet Marquette to win the national championship. A lot of which is I put it into where we were going to do what happened last night. Because I thought Marquette, if they get a road win over Illinois, they go on the road or they go to the Maui where they'll play Kansas in the championship game. Most likely they're on the opposite side of the bracket. So they'll play. They have a shot at KU. Marquette beats KU in Maui. Their futures are going to change dramatically. So watch Marquette as to how they go. I have them at 20 to one. We'll see where they wind up going, but that's a big road win over a ranked Illinois team. Hard fought win and, they're fun. I mean, Marquette's a good team. They're Shock be- us home. So, yeah, he's, he's got what he wants. Right. Absolutely. Uh, the Jays hung 92 on Iowa last night. We got every part of that game correct. Did you have fun watching the game? I did. I'm impressed. That was that was fun. Iowa was a good dance partner. Yes, for until half. they started to miss shots right. late. And, yeah. And then and then it just it just it started the snowball. And then it just, you could tell it got away from them. Yeah. Then they had that last rush to to cover and keep it somewhat, you know, not double digits. But um, the best tweet I saw all night, which is from our friend Chris Hassel, which is so true because he's a diehard Iowa fan, that Iowa Hawkeye offense anemic fans are electrified and glued. Iowa Hawkeye basketball up tempo scores a ton crickets. Right. <laughs> no one pays attention. It's so funny. Because the Iowa Hawkeye offense is really fun to watch on ba- for basketball, not so much with football. <laughs> well, we're turning people into the uh, the the brigade. Is, oh yeah, uh, big, big business it was the whole time. Big business was like, "I'm a Jays fan. I'm with you. I'm riding this. This is yeah. fun. Let's go!" I'm like this is fun. It's this is when you take a future bet and you grab a hold of somebody early, maybe a team you don't watch all that much, and you have a future ticket. You get to ride them all year and watch them, and you become a fan, and you're like. Wow, these guys are really fun. I was, you know, I don't know what you want to call it. It's not homesick. It's not home for me. But like I spent so many days, so many nights on the sideline in that building yeah. starting in starting in 2005 all the way to 2000 and really 2013 was when I finally stopped covering the Jays. So, I mean, it's 10 years of my life that I went to almost every home game and I was there, you know, a ton for every big game. And I was there a ton for every big moment at home. I went on the road a ton when they're playing on the East coast. I would go to Providence, watch them in Providence, go to MSG, went to the Big East tournament twice. You know, I, I just have seen so many Creighton basketball games and that environment. People don't realize that 18,000 people screaming at you is really loud in college basketball. It's rare because we hear football, right? 65,000, a hundred thousand. It's like, Oh, it's not the, there's only, I think it's 13 buildings in college basketball that have bigger attendances right. than, than Creighton. 
They're a top yeah. 15 building for attendance size in college basketball. It's fun. I, I mean, I, we went to the games here when uh, Gonzaga played UCLA and yeah. um, then they played Duke. Mm. And even Kylie was like, wow. Like, you know, when it gets loud, and that's a big building. It goes up sideways. Creighton felt like it's same it's, size. T-Mobile. It's the same size. Oh, but it felt like they were closer to the court. On I mean, they are. I mean, because it's it's configured for a basketball court versus okay. like the way okay. T-Mobile is configured for multi-purpose. Like right. it was the, when they built it was the Quest Center turned into the CHI Center. Um, that turned into. You know, when they built it, it was always for Creighton basketball because they were playing at this very small, tiny little gym, but they wanted to grow into it. So that's a multi-purpose, but it was built a while ago. T-Mobile was more recent. So there's the sight lines are a little bit different, but the sound gets kept on top of you. Like there's been moments I've been at Alabama football games, Tennessee football games. You know, I've been at big bowl games. There's sound that comes in that building that you're like, because they're drunk. (laughs) <laughs> it's 18,000 drunk people. Bishop screaming. said that yesterday. That was funny. He's like, They're, yeah, they sell beer there. They do good. Yeah. Um, I mean, they crush it. I mean, that's they party. That's the big knock, right? That's right. Nebraska. When he brought it up saying Nebraska does not and Creighton does, this is the knock on Creighton basketball fans that Husker fans say, if they didn't sell beer, nobody would go. That was always the big, the big, mm. it's like, it's complete nonsense. Like it was a lie. Then it's a lie now, but not now. Not, I mean, not now. They're 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 going to sell out. They sold out. Alabama's the next big test at home for Creighton. I don't know when Alabama's played their last. I can't wait to watch that game. That's going to be super fun. Big Business said he's a big Creighton guy now. Football guy ninety seven oh. said I will purposely seek out Creighton games. They're a fun watch. They are. They're so up tempo. They score. That's good. They but run. then Adam Pyatt came in the chat and said to be careful because Iowa does not care one bit about defense. Creighton looked good, but so do a lot of teams. Against Franz D. That's true. But the Jays That's have scored good. over their team total in all three games so far yes, this they year. They got punched in the mouth early. They were down by eight and they yep. came back. That was the first time they had been punched in the mouth this season. I like it. Did you it. think Fran was going to get kicked out when they called that foul on his kid? Did you see that when he got mad? Mad. And and when when, when is he not looking like he's going to get thrown out of a game? Like, when I is thought he it, I was ready to just, yeah. I was ready to text. She was like, yep. there it is. <laughs> Mick Scream, he's going to get, at some point, he's going to get run. I mean, this is what he does. Like, it's, I, he, I don't know. I mean, I've never, like, the guy needs counseling. Like, he's needed for a long time. Like, he just, he loses his absolute mind. He cannot handle himself. And I think Bromel Camp has the Fran McCaffrey scale of like one to 10 as to like, when does he erupt? And he has different faces of Fran as to how it moves up the scale. So it's really, it's really great. It's, it's awesome because it's like uh, DEFCON five, Fran, DEFCON six, Fran, DEFCON nine, whatever he calls it. it it's a, it's a Fran McCaffrey scale. He was only at like an eight or a nine. He didn't get to the full blown. I'm going to lose my mind, but he was way out of the box one time. And it, it, all the coaches came and grabbed him and pulled him back to get off the court. You moron. Yeah. Uh, this game almost ruined my entire night. Cause I had, a bet on the under. I had a parlay with the under and Tom Mizzle just kept on fouling and fouling and fouling. They're down 10 foul down nine foul. Like Izzo, you lost call off the dogs, dude. Stop giving them free points. Stop giving them foul line shots over and over. And I'm sitting in the car outside of PetSmart with Madeline watching on my phone. She's like, can we go? I'm like, no, (laughs) I have to see the end of this game. 
<laughs> watching it on my phone going, can you please stop? Can you please stop? Can you please stop fouling? They had a shot at the buzzer. They had a shot at the buzzer to make it go to 142. I would have won on the hook, but they had a shot at the buzzer. I was like, oh my gosh, if yeah. some people bet 141, right. I bet 42 and a half, right. but the number moved right. down to 141. Yeah. Like, this is going to, they're going to lose. This is going to go over. It's going to land at 142. Shot, missed it. Thank goodness. Did not go down. Against the Big Ten, huh? Pretty much. Michigan State's bad. Michigan State's not good. Big Ten, Marquette goes in there and beats Illinois. You know. Pretty much against the Big Ten. Purdue looked good. Purdue has looked good. Purdue got a big win in the Gavit games. But we'll see. I mean, it's early. Big Ten. But I, I, I think the Big East is the second best conference in college basketball. Behind? So, Big 12. Roger Long, our senior member of the brigade, just came in and said, Iowa beaten, Illinois beaten, Michigan State beaten, fade the Big Ten was the play. It might be the play early. A lot. Or early. Well, I don't know. Like, Michigan smoked St. John's, but I think that was more an indictment on St. John's. Than Fair. Anything. I would agree. Um, yep. I don't know. We're going to have to keep an eye on that and watch the Big Ten games. Uh, to see because SEC is going to be very good this year. I mean, Alabama, top. Kentucky, top, yeah, the top. I mean, no, I mean, I think, I mean, no, I think there's going to be a, Alabama, I mean, Kentucky, Tennessee, and then who? Then we'll see, but I think there's teams to pay attention to. I, I think you, if you look at Missouri as to what they may turn into this year, um, Auburn, I think Auburn's going to have something to say with Bruce Pearl's team. Hmm. There's some. I think there's five or six teams in the in, in the SEC that I think are going to be worth paying attention to and worth watching. The Big Ten, we'll see. I mean, that's you know the Pac-12. Oregon definitely is a team worth paying attention to. USC is going to be a team worth paying attention to in the Pac-12. And then you get to the you know Gonzaga scored a hundred in like thirteen points last night. <laughs> like Gonzaga is going to score with anybody in the country at the moment offensively. Again. Yes, again. They're going to score a million points again. Yes, they're going to score. Their offense is ridiculous again. One NBA story from last night. Uh, what do you make of the fight between the Warriors and the Timberwolves and the rear naked choke that Draymond Green threw on Rudy Gobert last night? People were attributing this to the being the in-season tournament. Intensity. Oh, no. No, I'm no, like, no. It had nothing to do with that. <laughs> that it was started on social Oh, you froze. Hold on. Why do you always freeze with that face like this? Like it's, they, they just, they're going to clip it, <laughs> walk it up, and then Mikey Awesome's going to do videos. He always does. He always does. No, it, so start, it, started it started where? On social media. Going back and forth. Tweets. Chirps back and forth, back and forth really? Yeah. It was it, it, Gobert and Draymond were, tweet, were, were tweeting back and forth at each other. So... That's where that's where it began. That's where and so it spilled onto the court. Really, I mean, you know, I don't know. I was listening to the post game and like listening to Steve Kerr was like, you know, Gobert put his hands on Clay Thompson's throat, and that's why Draymond came in. Now Draymond saw a chance to go at somebody, and he took his shot. That was that was a guy going, "It's my time!" <laughs> like, let's go, grabbing him by the neck. Right. He's going to get a multi-game suspension for it. I guess you have to do that, but no, you don't have to. He no, you have to. to suspend them. Oh, I yes. Mean, you have to give him a multi-game suspension. He was but choking the guy on national TV. <laughs> I 
can't let you can't let guys get your guys though. Like I, it's it's almost like a hockey mentality. Draymond's the guy to make He's sure. He's the enforcer. I'm Agreed. watching a video now. I mean, that's funny. It just came on. I mean, who is that? McDaniel's was trying to rip Clay's shirt off. <laughs> yeah. What in the hell was going on there? It was a real full blown. So those two were really going at it. Yeah. And Draymond had to come in and make sure that yeah, no one else it was McDaniels and Thompson. And then Gobert came in and grabbed Clay. Right. And then Draymond grabbed Gobert because yeah. Gobert because he was grabbing Clay. So and just he took it to a different level. <laughs> he All grabbed right. him. He did the lock. He came in, grabbed him the room. He, did. he, he, got, a little, he, he got, did got a little, yeah, got a little <laughs> arm bar on him. He, he locked him it's up good. with the with the headlock. <clears throat> you know, the, the, the rear naked choke with it. He did it right too. Grab on, hold that, and pull. <laughs> it was it was MMA style. Well, I mean, like, sometimes right. you gotta do that. Like that's 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 a hockey situation for I I've done that. Like I've been that guy getting pulled, and I've been that right. guy grabbing a guy. Um, that's no fun. Put the glove in their face. That was always the thing. Uh, face wash. That was always the really to get you really pissed off and fired up. Was hey, you know, come here for are, Dave. People are firing hat requests at you on Twitter right now. Right now, guys. I, I got three D. I got three texts on a drive home. Your guy, so Michael. Like, I need this. Yeah, your I guy, Michael this. Brown. Your, your guy, whose whose name I've heard in your house before. Who? Michael Brown. Michael Coach Brown. Brown? Coach Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying he needs a yellow and gold one for Felician. He needs a black with royal for Hofstra and a black with white and silver for him. Okay. He's firing. This is a, <laughs> He's, I'm that's phenomenal. Run. He's just like a I, huge. I told the kid, I said, listen, business is going to be booming here in the next month. So Oof. we got, we got, a, I got his work schedule figured out and ours. And I said, we're going to be very busy. So we got, we got stuff to do. It's good. We got to figure something out guys. We'll figure something out. I promise. All right. College football rankings come out last night, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio state, Florida state. <laughs> you have a problem with any of this? <laughs> we talked about this for an hour last night. <laughs> we did. I'm laughing only because it's such a farce. Now there's still so much to be determined. Is there? They're setting up these numbers. These I don't know if there so is. Georgia's so much. one now. There, oh, Michigan and Ohio State two and three. They're playing each other. One's out. Okay, so then there's the so only Florida real State. Hook. We went through Florida State schedule, guys. Florida State is in. They're not losing. If they lose, they're out. But look at their games. They're in. Florida State is in. Ten to one opportunity to have a team in. It's Florida State. So, I mean, well, here's the nice, question. Okay. So let, let's nice play this little, out. Uh, play it out. So it's, you got looking right, right there on that graphic. Yeah. So let's play this out. Yeah. So I have Michigan plus 960 to win it all. 10 to one on Michigan, 10 to one on Florida State, essentially. Number one, Georgia, right now, will go and play Alabama in the SEC championship game as long as they beat Tennessee, but even if they lose Tennessee, they're still playing Georgia. So they're still playing Alabama. They just won't be playing for a, a, a ticket to the Way playoff. too fast. You went way too fast for the people that are listening. They're like, what the hell is Matt talking about? Georgia plays Tennessee this week. Correct. They're not losing. Well, let's play it out. Let's say they don't. Okay. But okay. if they did, it does change things a little bit, but they will still, Georgia is still playing in Atlanta. Even if they lose this game, they have a two game lead in the division. So even they, they can lose this, but they just won't be playing for a ticket to the playoffs against Alabama. 
Bama needs Georgia to win this game, ironically enough. Bama needs Georgia to be undefeated. Bama must take care of business. It's Chattanooga this week. Give me a break. Then it's Auburn on the road in the Iron Bowl. Okay. I haven't looked yet. What's the line on a Chattanooga, Alabama? I think 31. (laughs) I think it was. I saw it this morning. I think that's right. Um, So it's a, you know, ridiculous, don't even play Jalen Milrow type game. So then it's Alabama, Georgia. Let's say Georgia wins. SEC championship in Atlanta. Let's say Georgia wins. Okay. Yeah. Georgia wins. Bye-bye. Bama's out. But Georgia wins, right? They're They're the one, right? Yes. Okay, so one is taken. Second place three. Two place three, right? Yeah. Winner is the two seed, correct? The winner of Michigan, Ohio State? Yes. I think so. Okay. So, because they're both undefeated. So, you know, whoever winds up with one loss, they're out. Undefeated team, it would be number two. Big Ten champion, number two. Sorry, Iowa, you're getting run by whoever you face. So... (laughs) They already know that. Yeah, you're getting run by whoever you face in in, in Indianapolis. You're getting run. So then we have one and two. Big Ten champ, Georgia. Oregon's going to play Washington. Oregon beats Washington. They both have one loss, and they can go to the, the loser. The winner goes to the Rose Bowl, and the winner goes probably comes here or whatever. For what? For just a bowl game? Yeah. Yeah, right. If Washington beats Oregon again, they're in the playoff. They're the three seed, right? Do they jump Florida State? They might. They'll have two wins over Oregon, better than what Florida State will have. I think they leave Florida State three and make Washington four. So that means I would have Michigan against Florida State in the national semifinal. I I would guarantee myself a team in the championship game. This is what we talked about. I know, but we did we did this off air. We're doing it on. I know, I know. I'm telling people why we made why I made this bet last night with FSU at ten to one. Yes, because it won't matter what happens in that game. I can just let that play out, and then I can bet the other side because I'll have guaranteed a ten to one win in the championship game. Even if it's Ohio, if Ohio State beats Michigan, uh huh. Now you'll have Florida State most likely against Ohio State, in which case, if you don't want to buy the Ohio State future, you just bet Ohio State. Yeah. In that game. It's going to be very close. Money line. Right. Spread, whatever. Um, Yeah. that's Or if Florida State is the four seed and Georgia's the one, I just bury it on Georgia. Right. Just in case, you know, five units on Georgia. Um, it's the big 12 basically out. Yeah. Cause Texas's loss to Oklahoma is horrible. It's the worst loss of the one loss teams. Yeah. They can't get in. I don't think so. No, it's that why it's why I, I don't think it's worth buying the ticket. Their path is so, so much has to happen. Oregon can have one loss and not get in. Correct. But that's the danger of buying that ticket. Correct. That's why I didn't buy it. I can't. Because they can run it. the table uh-huh. and still get and left you out. We talking about them going to the Rose Bowl and not because the if playoff you have game. if you have four 
Well, hold on. Three undefeateds and a one loss. And it would be Alabama in. Yeah, that that's how it, it would actually it would be two two one loss teams, Georgia and Alabama. Right. And they'll and make and, and so Alabama's they'll, the problem. They'll make Michigan one yes. undefeated. Yes. Florida State two, two undefeated. undefeated. Yep. And they each play an SEC team. Georgia three. Four. Yeah, Georgia so three. Then Georgia and Alabama could still be the that. final. Yep. A hundred percent. That's if you want to talk about the ideal final four, there's your ideal final four for the committee. Cause you're going to get Alabama, Georgia, most likely in the national championship game. And if at worst it's Michigan, Alabama, which is a throwback game, or you could have Georgia up against Michigan, which is interesting or Florida state. I mean, Florida state, Michigan, I guess could happen, but probably not. That's the idea. You want to talk about what the committee would be loving right now? If it's Michigan one controversy, like crazy around Harbaugh, Florida state two, the little guy who used to be a big guy, throwback to history and what's going on with Jordan Travis three being Georgia two-time champ and four being the perennial powerhouse in Alabama. My God, it's not crazy, but on all those scenarios, Florida state is in the final four. The only derailing factor, they have two games to play. Not this week. It's a layup. Then they play at Florida. Right. And then they play most likely Louisville for the, for the ACC championship. They're already 10, they're already 10 half point favorites on the road at Florida next week. <laughs> Sweet Lou just came in rainmaker five, one, two. It doesn't matter. George is beating everyone. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, people think it, but he's right. You lay in 10 this week. On the road at Tennessee? Not sure yet. Don't know. This is it. This is the last hurdle for Georgia <laughs> to get to Atlanta to face Alabama. They're going anyway, but to have a championship undefeated record on the line to get how, back how to the playoffs. Do you, how, how do you bet Tennessee? I mean, mm-hmm. they're not going to stop them. Mm-mm. Over is the only play. Right. I'm, in my mind, just bet the over. Ohio State is on the is taking us at home, laying 28 against Minnesota. <laughs> Couldn't you just set this number at whatever you want? Whatever you want. Gophers aren't scoring more than seven points. Nope. So, Definitely not more than 10. They might get a field goal and a touchdown, but not more than that. To get yeah. run, run out of that building. Same thing can be said for Michigan at Maryland. Right. Harbaugh probably not coaching in this game. Don't think he really cares. Considering Friday's the hearing, Saturday's the game. I'm mean, guessing get on can't a plane. Wait for what he says. Oh, that's gonna be better than the game. What Harbaugh says on Friday, we better can't than this. We better than this football game. Can't wait. Here is the line of the week. What? Washington's a dog at Oregon State. Danger. Hello. Danger. Danger. This- I I was I I, I should have got another hat made with the. Crunchy got orange and black and, and white it would be perfect for this. And it would be an Oregon state hat. Perfect. Cause um, I don't know. My first thought is they win this game and we ain't got to worry about Washington. Yeah. Oregon state finally gets them. Man. I love- first thought. Yes. First thought you. Waiting for Washington oh. to lose Hold for on. weeks. Don't talk. Can't see you. There you go. What'd you say? 
I've been waiting for Washington to lose for weeks. So is a lot of people. <laughs> I've just been waiting. I'm like, when are so they going to lose? They're going to lose. When are they going to lose? Because it affects the Michael Penix Heisman Trophy market. It affects the Final Four. It affects the Pac-12 championship. It, it, I mean, this is why you got to bet those other ones, like betting Florida State now. Right. If Washington loses, the Florida State number goes down because it's right. one less team that would even possibly get in. Get in. Right. So, you know, I mean, that's why you can buy. I mean, if you think, let me ask you this. If you think that Oregon, sorry, if Oregon State beats Washington, should you buy the Oregon ticket? They still got to get in. Oh, they, they could lose. They could in. lose to Washington and then they're all out. What would happen then if Oregon State beats Washington? Uh-huh. And then Oregon beats Washington. So Washington's got two losses. Oregon State's got one. Are they in for sure? Well, no. Who plays in the Pac-12 championship then? Oregon, Washington. Oregon State would have one loss, no? Oh, I don't know. I thought they had two losses. I don't I know. Oregon. Hold on. Um this is interesting because I would love to, because all right. So the PAC 12 right now, the standings, as we start play Washington, seven and oh, Oregon, six and one, Arizona, five and two, Oregon state, five and two. Oh, okay. Trojans are five and three. Okay. So if Washington loses to Oregon state, they're now seven and one along with Oregon, Oregon win one more game. They'll be seven They're six and one, but they have one more game. Right. So that'll be seven and one. So and they'll play. the one, all the one yeah, lost teams. Yeah. So they'll play the only one lost teams, unless they lose again. And then it's so if Oregon, but then if Oregon beats Washington in the Pac 12 championship game, which I think is going to happen, right? Washington's out. And Oregon is praying for somebody else to lose. Like, well, because I mean, do they take the loser of Michigan, Ohio State spot? Or do you keep Michigan and Ohio State in? If Michigan and Ohio State played to a last-second field goal, and that's the one loss for Ohio State, they're taking they're Ohio State before they take Oregon as the one-loss team. That's the danger. I'm telling you, that's the danger of betting Oregon. Yeah. They could run the table and knock it in. Man, you would do that. You would do that, huh? You would. You think Oregon's a better option than Ohio State? Oh, I don't think it is, but that's what I think they would vote. So the wins would be they avenged Washington. They beat Utah 35 to six. And that's really it. Yeah. The schedule for Oregon is not great. That Penn state win for Ohio state. is going to cash their ticket. That's it. That's amazing. That win over Penn state's going to get them in. If, if as a one loss team, there's a way for Ohio state. There's a way for both Ohio state and Michigan, both to be in. That's incredible. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's why Ohio State is seven is only, is only seven or eight to one, because Ohio State and, and Oregon have the same number at most books. That makes sense now. Yeah, we were talking about that last night too, because I was like, it has to be a blowout either way, Michigan over Ohio State, Ohio State over Michigan to eliminate the other one. There's a way for them to lose a close game and stay in it. Georgia beats Bama, boom, they're out. And now we got a one loss. We're matching one loss. Oregon against one loss. Ohio State. Put Ohio State in a four spot. Let them go play Georgia. 
Yikes. Huh. Yeah. Look at that. Well, speaking of Texas, they're at, at Iowa State. <clears throat> Excuse me. At Iowa State. Yep. This weekend. Yep. Live dog here? Yes. No? Agreed. I think so. Agreed. Live dog for sure in this game. What's we'll see how it plays out. But that's seven and a half there. I think that's going up. I think it is too. That up. Yeah. Iowa, Illinois. Texas has done pretty well in Ames recently. Texas. I can't find a game. Of course, it's not in any sort of order. Man, there's a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Texas at Iowa State. Where's it at? There it is. Seven and a half right now. 47 under. Well, Hawkeye, I mean, they, so excuse me. Cyc- Cyclone defense is why. And finally, before we get to the NBA slate for tonight. Yep. The biggest game in UNLV football in the last 30 years. UNLV at Air Force this coming weekend. Triple option is really hard to prep for when your defense is not very good. I don't know. I I, got to dive way more into this because the first thought is this is really going to be a tough game for UNLV, but... They've had so many tough games already and won. Well, Air right Force's here. defense is not any good. Yeah. They gave up huge plays on the ground to Army. What does UNLV do? One of the best running teams in college football this year. Their quarterback is a monster. You have an 8-2 and two Air Force, 8-2 and two UNLV, 8-2 and two Fresno. 5-1, and one, though, for Air Force and UNLV. There will be a team with two losses. The problem is if Air Force, excuse me, if UNLV loses and they're five and two and Fresno wins their next game and they're five and two, Fresno beat UNLV. So it could be Fresno against Air Force in the Mountain West Championship game. Right. If UNLV wins, they go to six and one. They got to stay ahead of Fresno. But if Fresno and UNLV tie at the top of the standings, but there's two losses for Fresno, but you know, lost the last game, right? They could be in the title game, but it would be in Fresno. It wouldn't be here. Oh, they play the Mountain West Championship game on the highest in the, in the number one seeds building, right? But there's a chance that UNLV, if they go up there and win the game, I mean, they'll host the Mountain West Conference Championship. 47 for the total. They could go to a hell of a bowl game. They could go to a New Year's Six bowl game. How about that? I mean, what the hell? UNLV. (laughs) I mean, Barry Odom might win coach of the year nationally for what he's been doing if they win the Mountain West Conference. I'll have to wait and see if if my daughter, if they go to a bowl game. she Because that was the first time where I went to my parents when I was at Penn State and I said, can I go to the bowl game? I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I was the first one to go to college. And uh, I was like, they're playing in a holiday bowl, San Diego. I'd like to go. I was dating a girl who was from Orange County. And uh, they were like, well, you, you want to go to a bowl game? Yeah. It was so much fun. If UNLV goes to a bowl game and, like, I'm going to recommend if it's not too bad, like, to, I'm, I, she can go. Like, that would be fun to go well, to a UNLV bowl game. The New Year's six games this year, 
I haven't looked at anything yet. I don't even know yeah. what a playoff games are. Um, I do, but I forget the moment. But yeah, wow. Because they could be local. I mean, they may not be that far away. Right? I mean, <laughs> it may not be that far of a trip. Gorov just said that it could be the it could Watch be the just said Barry Odom, the Boise State is already a rumor in town. Oh, that suck. It's not the ink's not even dry yet. What? I mean, he's not, I mean, they're not, yeah, he's not sticking around. They're gonna someone throwing a bag at him. There's no debate in my mind. The, uh, the offensive coordinator, he's not here next year. The kids go to the faith and stuff. They're Bishop Gorman, don't they? Like that. I mean, he's just yeah. Gonna, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna quadruple your your income. You want to come here and be this do the same job? Yeah. Guess so. Yeah. This is the problem when you're at this level is that they come and plunder. They take you. You don't stick around long. Can't wait till they come do that with us. <laughs> I don't know who's coming, but I hope somebody does. Say, we need you to come here. Well, you got one, you got to take us both, but two, you can't believe what we got going on over here. You're going to have to bring everybody. I don't, I don't know. Move. I don't want to move. <laughs> I don't either. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the missus may say, you know what? You two go. <laughs> she, she, she may say to me and you, you two clowns go. go. We're Man. staying. We're staying. My we God. Come home on the weekends. All right. So, uh, NBA, your Sixers. No one's trusting your Sixers. How about this move? I got two points of CLV. Oh, good. You're going to need it. <laughs> no, six I got three and a half last just... night. It's five and a half now. No one buying Philly blowout coming. Complete setup job. This is, is this it really. Is, yeah, Sixers are getting crushed. They're getting crushed. That's what everybody's betting. Okay, but is that going to happen? Forget what they're betting. Oh man, the Sixers have been so good. They really have been. Yes. Uh, the Celtics are the best team in the league. Eight and two versus eight and two, but they haven't lost since the Harden trade, right? They're eight and zero since the Harden trade. Yeah. <laughs> um, Boston's I wouldn't already be in lost. a hurry to lay this, but Boston's winning the game. Yeah, we'll see. Kings are dogs again on the road to the Lakers. You like this? Hold on. Numbers flipped. I know the Kings were favored last night by one. Flipped. Lakers are favored. I don't get it. Nor do I. Must be having trouble pricing the the Kings. It, Fox is back. It's a fair. It's a fair number. It's a. Fair, I mean, the Lakers at home favored again. We got. I don't know who's playing yet. They played last night. They blew out Memphis. Memphis, one of the worst teams in basketball. Boys and girls. Yeah. This is a go against Memphis. Um, a lot. Yeah. The numbers are going to grow, but you're going to get under. You know, under the six or anything, I think it's an automatic lay against uh, Memphis. Complete toss-up, 235 and a half. I got to rely on the Lakers to get the over, but I think over. I think over. By the way, Frank Reich just announced he's taking the play calling back over for the Panthers. (laughs) That's awesome. You have it. No, you have it. No, you have it. No, you have it. Well, I don't want to do it. You do it. They're a mess. Uh, and then the, how about this number? Phoenix laying six at home against the T-Wolves. You heard Taylor talking about it. This is a really interesting game because Phoenix needs to figure it out. 
<laughs> and they got all all their guys playing tonight. Yep. So now we get to see Phoenix at Phoenix. Like they're four and six. Terrible start. Terrible start. But ten games into an eighty-two game season, it's not the end of the world. Right. They can easily go eight and two in the next ten and fix everything. Correct. Catching Minnesota off a hard back-to-back game in Golden State is an ideal spot. If Phoenix doesn't win this game with the big three coming back, serious questions are going to start being asked already. They win yeah. the game. They got to win the game. Yeah, I agree. I'm wearing the Phoenix stuff tonight for the show. On this oh. I'm wearing the Phoenix stuff. All right. That's good. I don't, I don't mind that. I, I was going to wear the Sixers stuff, but... The six, the six, the Celtics are going to win that game. Yeah, about to remember how how much they're going to win that right. game. So the NHL is considering changes to their overtime rules, Dave. Now the link that you sent in the rundown to this did not work, so I'm hearing this for the first time. Okay, sorry, my fault. I I, I did not. I just clicked it myself, and it was I did not separate the underlying cry on from the actual link. So that was my fault on that. That's fine. What they are considering is to essentially make it like a half court basketball game. So when you enter the zone, when it's three on three, and when you enter the zone, you cannot carry the puck outside the zone and then re-enter it. Because what they have figured out is that it's become like soccer. So it's all about puck possession in overtime. Correct. So it's three on three, but you will skate outside. You'll skate all the way back behind your own net if you have to, just to keep puck possession. So they're trying to. So they're trying to prevent that from happening. Saying once you enter the zone with the puck, you will not be able to leave said zone with the puck. What happens if you do? Uh, I don't know. Whistle blows. (laughs) Uh. It's so here's here's the the argument from Jim Nil, the Dallas Stars GM. Okay. It it's become a puck possession game now. Winning the opening draw is a big thing. Coaches are very good and players are good and they're finding different ways to do things. We just want to make sure that excitement is still there. Oh yeah. The GMs discussed a variety of concepts to juice that excitement, including restricting a team from skating back into its own end zone, own zone, almost creating a quote half court version of a three on three overtime. There's been some talks about putting a timer on players to ensure that they clear their defensive zone quickly instead of what they're calling the regrouping (laughs) unintended consequences are always considered with these things. Campbell said, We could put a shot clock in there, but we don't want to stop playing for violations. We don't want to have more (laughs) face-offs. GMs, there are GMs who believe that allowing players to regroup in their own zone ends up creating better chances than it prevents. One GM said, quote, you could argue both sides. Does the possession create no shots or does it create more? Because the regroups can create more offensive rushes. But at least they're kind of figure they're having this conversation. Oh, anyone that watches three on three likes it. Play more of it. Okay. Another five minutes. Yes. 
Play until someone scores. You can't play until someone scores. What if they don't score for 20 minutes? Keep going. You're going to redo the ice and then have another period? Sure. Yeah, sure. If you play 20 minutes of three-on-three hockey, fine. Shoot out. 20 minutes? No one's playing 20 so can minutes of three. we agree that we can play five more minutes and do 10 minutes and then have a shootout? Fine. But it needs to be more than five minutes. But now they're worried about putting a shot clock on and are worrying about puck possession. The fucking game is about puck possession anyway. What in the hell are you talking about? It's I have the puck. You don't. I keep the puck for as long as I can and try to score. The problem you start to see in overtime, and I noticed this the other night. I was watching a game. They play for the shootout. Shoot. Yeah, they play for the shootout. They they were playing the the worst team of the two were just holding the puck and they were they would come into the zone, but they wouldn't shoot mm-hmm. because they didn't want to give away unless it's a perfect shot. Cause the guy was on the dot and I was like, shoot. I was sitting like being a fan, like they do it all the time at, at the shoot game. The you just yell, shoot the puck, <laughs> shoot the puck. I'm sitting upstairs by myself. I'm yelling at the TV, shoot. And he didn't shoot. And I was like, why didn't he shoot? I saw the replay. Like, oh, he wanted to just keep the puck. He pretended yeah. like he was going to come in and shoot. And he yeah. didn't. Right. And then he circled around and passed it back. And I was like, they're playing for the shootout. They they got to get that point. Oh, this ain't right. And now you posted this in the thing. And I was like, oh, here he goes. Counselor Peralt's going to go, see, change the rule. Keep playing. You can't play. It's too much to play more than uh, 10 minutes. I'll agree with you. It's electric to watch the play, uh, the overtime hockey. With good teams that are trying to score, it's pond hockey. Boom, 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 boom. Pass, pass, shoot, score, save, big save, kick it out. Goalie kicks it out. It's fun. As the chat says, they play keep away far too much. Yeah, it's that's bullshit. But they do. So they do. They keep away. Play for the shootout. If better chances on a one-on-one, my goalie against your, you know, your attacker, than three on three. When I gotta deal with dry and McDavid, and I gotta deal with, you know, pasta, and I gotta deal with all these great players and playmakers. You gotta change the point system awarded for the wins and the losses. Why? That's what has to be done. Why? You want three points for a win? Three for a regulation win. So Two you're for- trying to win in regulation every night. It's more valuable to win in regulation every night. You get to the overtime. You win in overtime. It's Didn't it two. used to be that? It used to be 3-2-1? No. It used to be ties. Two and zero. That's it. Ties were one. What Both sport had three gone. points for a win? I don't know. Soccer? Soccer, maybe? I swore a sport. I swore hockey. They got to do that. That makes it more valuable. Teams that win in regulation are rewarded. The standings will have more separation. The way they do it now, the standings are all clumped together. They like that. That's what they want. They like that. They don't want to like that. Keep everybody interested. Uh, a couple games tonight. Seattle's at Edmonton. What is going on with the Kraken? What happened to this team that used to be dynamite on the road? They can't win on the road now. Can't win, period. Yep. They're getting outscored a lot, giving up a lot of goals. 
when you go to watch a game, you're already down two, two nothing, three Quick. one. Like as soon as you, it's the first period. Yeah. These two teams played four days ago. It was the game on Saturday that they fired their coach. Afterwards, the Oilers did, but they won the game four to one. Decord in net. Well, let's see if that, that that's been confirmed or not. He was projected to be in net last night. Um, let's wow, see. It's, it's one. Wow, this is all over the board. This is one seventy nine, anywhere from one seventy nine to one ninety five. Wow. I side with the one ninety five. Uh, okay. Yep. It's Decord confirmed. Skinner confirmed. Yeah. This Joey Decord kid's not bad, but he's lost every start five straight times. I don't think tonight's a night to jump on a Kraken. <laughs> I would agree. Vancouver's red hot. Demko confirmed. He is, he is in net tonight for Vancouver. Sorokin most likely in net for the Islanders. Man, oh man, somebody just sprayed some of that perfume in my house. My eyes are going to start watering. I love my kids dearly, but there's just one thing. Somebody, I'm going to find out who it is. I'm going to start <laughs> choking there, here. There sir. it is. Five game losing streak for the Islanders up against 11 3 and 1 Vancouver, 5 0 oh, 1 at home Vancouver. They've won four or five. Three places just moved the game. It can't be coincidental. To what? 150, 147. Down. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can have you can have the you can Islanders. have the Islanders. I don't want them tonight. What are you doing? No. Islanders. No, what are me. we doing? Islanders. No, 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 no. We're not betting the Islanders. You guys no. are you guys are on your own. We're betting the Islanders. That's 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 bonkers. No way. I bet the Islanders tonight. The Islanders taking... historically in the last couple of years were an under team, but they're not. I was not right now. Carver. I was talking to Carver. Defense is not good. Man. It's not, and then leaving Sorokin out to dry can only do so much. He's seen a lot of shots, and they're giving up a lot of goals. Vancouver's been a nice over team, too. The end of the game last night between San Jose and Florida was one of the craziest third periods I've seen in a long time. Two different occasions, I thought my puck line bet was dead. I dead. You had to tell me that they won and won on the puck line. I saw 3-2. And I was like, oh, the most they'll do is win in overtime. It'll be 4-3. They, they went down 3-2. to two. They were losing in the that's third what period. I saw. Yeah, that's the Panthers what I saw. were losing. Yeah. They tied the game up 3-3. Three, three. Two minutes later, 4-3. Four, Four minutes later, 5-3. Reviewed, overturned. I'm like, yep, that's it. They're not going to win 4-3, right. and I'm dead. They pulled the goalie with three minutes to go. Pulled him early. Bam, 5-3. Florida wins, puck line covers. <laughs> I heard it's two minutes for every goal that you're down. That's when you pull right now. Di- yes. So if you're down but one, they're pulling you pull them at two minutes, two to three minutes. If you're pulling two, three, you can pull them as early as four or five. Oh, yeah. That's true. Silly. No. You had two goals. And then hey, you're losing. What do you lose? There is no goal differential in hockey. If lose by score, two, five, six. Who cares? Yeah, but if you score at the four minute mark, okay, on five on five, you're in the game. If you, as soon as you give up a goal, you're done, or you're I done mean, anyway. I guess. So you're trying hard to <laughs> to keep yourself. And this ESPN bet is splashed on every show they do now, huh? It's on every single thing. Here, our guy Maddie today on Sports Handle, Rob Otowski. 
Yep. Billion dollar question. How will ESPN bet differentiate itself from its main rivals? What the ESPN bet debuted on Tuesday starts the discovery process of whether the brand will transform the industry. I think you just answered the question with your statement. ESPN bet is going to be splashed on everything. Every single show, graphic, every that's on a desk. Everything. I, I got the, over on the TV. It says NBA Today presented by ESPN bet. Yes. Everything. The graphic is on the back on the main shot on every screen. Everything. Good luck. Everything. When you log on to ESPN.com, have you seen the pop-up yet? Nope. You will. Starting today. First time you log on to ESPN.com, boom, right in front of you. 200 buck free bet. Not for Make, us. We live here. But it's nationwide. I got it. You can't use it. No, but it's, but it's every, it's not geo-targeted. It's just everyone sees it. They don't, they're not trying. Oh, no, I know, but you can't use the promo. No, but it's, to, it's to advertise it to everyone. Oh, for sure. I mean, they got the biggest megaphone. That's the differentiator. So the, the diff- product isn't going to be different. Everyone's saying that the product has to be different. I don't think it has to be. I don't think, I mean, like, when you walk into like a Taco Bell, you're not necessarily looking for gourmet Mexican food. You're just going in there because you know there's stuff there you like and you it's there, it's convenient. You're driving to New York City. You're in the middle of nowhere. You need to go ahead and do it. It's right in front of me. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to go get it. That's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be the squarest, the public of public books will be SBM bet. It might be. They got a shot. I mean, I, I I would preach this from the time I got to Vegas. My explanation is this. The sports book is a convenience store. You go in a convenience store. You stop in there. They got all them impulse items at the register. They got mm-hmm. them aisles full of all the candy on one, all the chips and the stuff. It's mostly bad stuff, but it's there. Mm-hmm. There's some times that I want to go in and get a pack of gum. I want to give the guy two bucks. It's a dollar sixty-nine. I tell him throw the change in the change thing and see you later. I want to know every time I go in there, the gum is in that aisle. I walk in, grab the gum, go to the counter, leave the deuce. I'm out the thirty second. As long as the app does that, where I know I can log in. Get my whatever it is, straight bet, parlay, whatever I want to do, that's who's going to win. And it needs to work. But as people get more educated, they're going to go, you know what? That same pack of gum is a dollar forty-nine down the street. And I'm going to go there. And then they're going to go, wait a second, why are we not selling the gum here no more? Well, because they're selling it lower. Oh, well, we better sell the chips lower. Better offer progressive parlays. We better do some things to get them back in the store. That's going to be the differentiator. Now, this thing, this onslaught of volume of all this stuff, it's going to catch. They're throwing a big net in the ocean and trying to catch as many fish as they can. Will it work? To start. It won't be this way in April. It's going to be this way for four months straight, November, 
December, January, and February. And March Madness, five. Five. I don't know. Everybody takes vacation in February. They all leave and stop. Five months straight. It's going to be. College basketball is huge for ESPN. They've got the play-in tournament. They've got the first. on the True TV and all that other stuff now? Oh, no, you're right. It is on that. That's right. Sorry. What do they have? Oh, they have the NIT, which is meh. But but they have all the conference championship games. Oh, yeah. No, it'll be all it'll be all over that. But the big push is everything going to be, you know, and it's ironic that the Super Bowl is here and they can't do it. Right. (laughs) You come to a state, the the mecca of gambling. And they're not. They could, but they're not. I don't know why they're not. I mean, Penn's licensed here. Why not? There's no ESPN bet. There's no FanDuel and there's no DraftKings. But DraftKings and FanDuel aren't licensed here. Penn is already licensed here. They just haven't gone through the sports betting licensing, but their gaming license is here. They got Caesars in their book. Penn owns the M. It's Caesars William Hill. And that's going to change. I mean, that's once that contract's up, that'll change. Is it? Yes. Come on. They're going to build. I mean, they have so much land out there. I would I would anticipate them building something very large out there on the M for a sportsbook property. I don't think so. Mm, I don't know. Especially when they see the announcement that they're making about stations building right there at um, Inspirata. They're building the new casino. I saw it. So that's that's the first real competition for the M <laughs> in that part of the, that part of Vegas. Well, we I haven't mean, seen it. The, the South Point is right down the street. The South Point owns that side of of town. The South Point. Oh, right, it. but Inspirata. That's you still have to drive from Inspirata to the South Point. This is in Inspirata. This is going to be like Red Rock for my house. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be like Durango for those people who live in Spring City, who live in, 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 um, in Spring Valley. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, that part of town, that, that's just try to blatantly take all the blue hairs cash. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, we'll, it works, we'll build it? a casino here for you. You don't even have to go, go anywhere. You know, five minutes. You can only have to go two. Although I've been told the average age in Inspirata, which by the way, this is a little inside school, folks. But this is a big. Oh, frozen again. Snap your fingers. Hold on. Don't say nothing. The last that, thing we that, heard that, was that, inside that. school and then you froze. Well, I, what I meant was saying is that this is in, if you know Henderson, if you know Vegas, this is a little bit of Inspirata is a very large, large housing development plan community, as they call it, that the average age actually is, is low in Inspirata. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of young families. Yep. So it's not necessarily the blue hairs they're trying to get. They're trying to get people not driving to South Point. Don't drive to M. Stay local. Yep. And we'll just we'll give you everything you need here. So, you know where their next one's going to be, too, right? Up by you. Right up the street. Yeah, which makes sense because Aliante is too far away from you, and they sold that anyway. Yeah, well, no, Santa Fe is the closest, but they just—we don't have to go to the Santa Fe. It's six minutes away. We'll get one that's three minutes away. Right, and it's old though. Santa Fe is old. Yeah, but they did some renovations. It's not—you know—I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, the, the, these new—I mean, I can't wait to see Durango. I mean, they pushed it back. It's supposed to have been opened this weekend. Was supposed to be the opening for Durango. Yeah, first weekend of December now. Now it's pushed back two weeks. Which, which I, which people should know this though. I mean, they're paying their employees. 
that were supposed to start from the start. Yeah. From the, the even though they're, they're not working for not two open. weeks, right. they're paying them because they're, they're not open, which I thought well, that was a pretty cool deal for them. To they don't want do them to leave. That too. Right. There's a lot of places open in this fountain blue. I'm getting texts from people. Hey man, I'm starting here. Are you going man. to, the, are you going to the grand opening? I've been to so many of these grand openings. I mean, I saw that uh, a friend of mine got, got the invitation. It's unbelievable. The invitation. It looks amazing. I was like, I want just the invitation. It's, yeah. looks like each invitation to the grand opening is like a hundred dollars to make the damn thing. I know. Yeah. We got that one that went to the Circa. That was fun. I mean. Yeah. I went to Circa's opening. Yeah. I was there for that. that what, I mean, in terms of ESPN bet over saturation, is there a point where people say enough is enough? Oh, for sure. Do they care? They don't, nope. No. They don't care at all. They're not going to care. They're going to push it and push it and push it and push it. What if people have a really big, what if it, how do I phrase this? Could it create a big rush of problem gamblers? 100%. Look at what happened over across the pond. Do you think talent for ESPN will feel guilty if that happens? That's a personal question. I don't know. Some might, some won't. Because this was the one barrier, right? Like we had advertisements for FanDuel and DraftKings and other books on shows, shows like ours. Mm -hmm. But this is the biggest brand in the world pushing. With the games. With the games pushing this. This is yep. a silo. This is all in one silo. This is not like differentiated. We're like, I have mm -hmm. the game. You sponsor the game. N no, I have the game and I'm asking you to bet at my at my book, at my establishment. Mm -hmm. Don't go anywhere else. One-stop shopping. We're now Walmart. We're now Costco. We got all for you. Everything you want, you walk in, we give you it all. Play-by-play, -play, radio, internet, podcast, streaming, you know, videos, Gambling. Same game parlays. Same game parlays. Same game parlays. All one one. Mickey Mouse. Same game parlays. Thank it's, you to everybody. We were the first ones to give you your Mickey Mouse parlays. <laughs> For everyone else who's doing it, all the all the different things we are seeing, we had it two months ago. We did yeah. that bit two yeah. months ago. Yeah. It I is interesting. Know. It's it's gonna be like I told you before. I, I mean, there it is. It's every single graphic going to commercial coming back. It's the show name and the ESPN bet logo that just looks just like bro throw. <laughs> does still does. And they don't care. They don't care about that. They don't care about pushing the gambling. I, I could say we need to learn from history. We, we say that all the time. Like it's going to, it's going to make it very normal. Not for us. It's for the kids. And oh no, absolutely. That's what I mean. Right. It's gonna just make it normal. They're gonna grow up watching this stuff. They're at the games. They're gonna talk about the parlays like it's normal. And it's but just it's gonna not, happen. See, what's interesting is that gambling is still not universally legal. Sports betting is not universally legal. But ESPN is gonna advertise it as if as if it is. So I wonder how that, like if I'm, if I'm in Alabama, if I'm in Utah, if I'm in States, I just wonder how that's going to be received. It's already not received. It's received by people who gamble very well. 
it's received by people who don't like get this out of my face, you know, and but before it wasn't in your face the same way. Well, it wasn't in your face the same way. It was still in your face, but yeah, there was a division. You still had to go. There was another right. step, step to get out of it. Right. There's it wasn't, no step yeah. now. Yeah. It's, it's just right smack it's, there. It's like, just move over a little bit. We're right here already. <laughs> it's fair. For you guys who are watching on YouTube and Twitter, don't move. We have more coming up with bonus time. If you're on SiriusXM or you're on SportsGrid, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. More to come tomorrow. Same place, same time for us. For you guys live, don't move. Bonus time starts now. That sounds like a slot machine. That's the idea. It's supposed to sound like a slot machine. I like that. Yes, it's supposed to sound like a slot machine. Look, the NFL has slot machines now. Okay. Everybody we as a country, we, we as a country are going to need to have a long and hard conversation with ourselves about how much do we want gambling to be a part of our lives. Is it I'm, similar to, I mean, I remember, go back, I don't know if you remember, but like they used to say, put a pinch between your cheek and gum of snuff. Yes, of course. Right on the TV. Yeah. Between cigarettes. I, I'm Earl Campbell. There were cigarettes going on when we were growing right. up. I mean, right. there were cigarettes. Like ads. the commercials, right. Then the cigarette commercials. Remember Joe Cool? Every time you could look at it, you could not look at a advertisement on a magazine without seeing a Joe Cool ad. Camel right. were everywhere. Camel ads, the cartoons. Yeah. Marlboro Man. I can't tell. I mean, remember the Marlboro points? Oh, yeah. Did you ever collect those? I didn't, I've never smoked, but I know. No, I didn't smoke either. I still them. collected the Marlboro points. I still want it to get the stuff they sent you. <laughs> I didn't smoke myself. My friends did people. I knew family members. I collect, right. I sent them. I get all sorts of Marlboro stuff, Marlboro lighters, Marlboro t-shirts, Marlboro hats. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely collected the Marlboro points. Did you really? Yeah. hundred percent. It was a big, I mean, cause a bunch of my friends would suck down reds like there were nothing oh the worst the oh. worst i remember i remember the first time i tried marlboro lights i was like why the hell do we do this like this is not fun i never i never enjoyed the feel, the lightheaded feeling i like pot way more marijuana was way was way more more my speed i totally got the i i understood and still do understand the cannabis side of things <laughs> i do not understand the tobacco side of things aside from cigars which i do enjoy but I don't smoke cigarettes. I smoke a cigar once or twice a month. Right. But I do like cigars, though. I am a big, a it big was cigar all, It was all in your face. It was It was right oh, yeah. there. And oh, it yeah. started <clears throat> on the games, right? Like the advertising. Tobacco on baseball games were, yeah. Started on the games. I mean, the, the NASCAR was sponsored by. Well, I mean, uh, Winston Cup. Yeah, I mean, you have to realize what NASCAR was. The origins of NASCAR is bootlegging I, through moonshine. So, like, <laughs> that's fine. Yes. But like that, that it was, it was so in your, um, you know, just right there. Yeah, of course. It was, part, it was just part of the of the culture. It still is with NASCAR, even though they can't advertise it. It's still right. very much part of the culture. Well. I mean, it's going to be that way with the gambling. They're going to, they're going to this is all going to be, I mean, I, the commercial in between for NBA today was the L Duncan commercial, putting a bed in on her phone. That's what the weird part about it is that 
That's the weird part like, for me. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those situations where I'm like, Van Pelt, L. Duncan, having your talent be the people driving it, that's unique. We haven't seen that. Even Fox didn't really do that. Fox did it with one guy on Terry Bradshaw, win Terry Bradshaw's money, but it wasn't Fox bet. It was the Fox six thing they did, which led you into wanting to go to Fox bet. And how did that work out for Fox? It died. It didn't do anything. Didn't work. Like Aaron Andrews wasn't, I, I never saw Aaron Andrews with like, maybe I missed it. Maybe she did on an ad that said, here's my same game parlay. Right? Like that's their biggest Fox's biggest talent is Aaron Andrews. I never saw her use for Fox bet. That's what I mean. Like, it's not like this is anything new. That's fact. The product is they changed the design from Barstool Sportsbook to ESPN ESPN bet. And now they're having the talent which is, I think it's uncomfortable too to see SVP go, oh, cha-ching, I called it. Like, that's the commercial. But he does gambling stuff, though. So Scott's not gambling. It's the one, it's the people who don't do gambling content or haven't talked gambling. Having, if Stanford Steve and and just Scott and and SVP were the face of it and that's it, I would go, okay, it's a little awkward, but they talk gambling all the time, so it makes sense. It's the other talent that they're going to have do it, which is like, wait, wait, why? Like, what are we doing here? Like, this is weird. Like, this is on un- that's uncomfortable to me about having your other talent step out and do it. Cause who's going to get asked to do it? How many different people were going to watch do this? Is everyone on ESPN going to do this? Are all the daily wage, are all the ESPN bit live people going to do this constantly? Well, I bet, I bet, I bet EKD right. is going to do it. I bet. Joe's going to do it, right? They're going to, I mean, because that's the betting show. Right. Tyler's probably going to do it. But it's different. Are they going to endorse it? They have to. What do you mean? <sighs> Just because my employer is doing something with the book doesn't mean they got to endorse it unless you're telling me my job's tied to it. And that's a whole different conversation, is it not? I wasn't hired to be an endorser. I was hired to be a talent. That's talking about betting. That's what if, exactly what, 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 if sucks? what if the line sucks? What if, what if I tell my audience, hey, I'm driving, look, hey, it's minus 140 here, but it's minus 110 at somewhere else. We only use ESPN bets, the only line we're going to quote. We're not quoting anybody else's lines. That's it. Ooh, baby, we're going into an interesting world then, aren't we? If you're a, quote, gambling person and a gambling expert and your job is to teach your people or help your people win, if you only can recommend one book. They're, they're not, that's not their job. That will have to be defined. What is my job? I'm supposed to talk about the betting. Okay. Are you providing winning picks, losing picks? No, I'm not providing any picks. Oh, what are you providing? I'm endorsing the book, telling people this, go here, do this. I don't know. It's fascinating. Absolutely. Absolutely fascinating to see where we go. This is, this is going to be a very interesting couple of months. Get time. First play college football. Under 39 and a half, Buffalo and Miami. Did you do one of these yesterday? Nope. No, you did no, you did no didn't touch college football yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Nope. 
I have no idea that this game was even going on. Buffalo has five straight games to the under. Number now is 37 and a half. Another CLV beat from weather. It's it's Ohio. Yes. (laughs) Weather. It's November in Ohio. I know, but is it snowing or anything? All right. I'll just, I'll I'll, I'll ride your hot streak. I don't even know this game is on. I won't watch one single play of it, but I'll see into ESPN two has it. Uh, Edmonton probably going to have a ESPN bet. hundred percent of the thing. Without a doubt. ESPN, Edmonton in regulation tonight against Seattle. Uh, Vancouver in regulation, even money. Yes, bet it. Against, against the Islanders. Yes. Are you going to go four for four? Philip no. Boston against Philadelphia. Just the principal. No. <laughs> I've got the best number. I got three and a half. All right, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, all four. Boston's winning this game. I'm firmly convinced. Boston it's been a good, November's been a good month for me. If, if, if this is, yeah, keep that's, the, keep that's this good. rolling. One over five. You're helping people. I mean, oh no, we are absolutely no. I mean, it's it's always I hate it when they show it to me, but like when they show me the part the parlay card from last night, and they're like, I took almost all your plays and parlayed them together. Fifty bucks. One guy had fifty bucks to win like eight fifty or something. I was like, Jesus, dude, (laughs) don't do that. But you know, when when they hit, it hits, and it's and it's good when it hits. Right. Um. On that. Uh. Let's see. Okay. Only one. We only have one super chat to give us today. That is from Chef Benny. Okay. He wants your take on the on his parlay. Ohio football money line. Cavs money line. Ohio Avalier. football in a Mac. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's the line? <laughs> Hold on. Nine and a half. It's big. Their favorite. Yeah. Against who? Buffalo. Uh, oh no! no sorry, it's, it's, sorry. It's Ohio, not Miami, Ohio. It's Ohio, so they're eight point. They're eleven and a half point favorites against Central Michigan. CMU. Ohio. Oh, they're going to win. Okay, that's good. Uh, then he likes who else? Cavaliers money line. Let's see here. Dun, 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 dun. Cavs money line. Man, if they don't beat Portland, that's that's a winner. Okay. And then Avs first period under two and a half goals. Woo! I like that. Oh, yeah, I like that. Okay. I almost bet the first period under myself. It's just the problem that there's one big problem. The goaltender has been giving up first period goals like crazy. The Anaheim, well, let me see, make sure he's in net uh, for Anaheim because. If it's confirmed, I don't know if I like that. Uh, it is Dolstal. Uh-uh. Dolstal scares the hell out of me. That's the leg that can burn him. That guy's been involved in a first period in the last month where four goals got scored in the first period. 2-2. <laughs> two, two. Damn. It, it is Georgiev. Georgiev will be good, but Dolstal's my problem. That, that That's my fear on that, Chef. So I, I'd be a little careful with that. Uh, Crunchy comes in. Jumped in late. I'll watch the rewind later. Yesterday was meh. South Alabama hung in for about eight minutes and then blow out city onwards and upwards. Albany, Seton Hall over 141 and a half. Okay. To Kane minus five and a half. Oh my God. Plus, who who, who, who's Duquesne playing? Duquesne. Duquesne. Plus, that's what you used to say it on I the know, phone. I know. Over 144 and a half in that game. And then Delaware minus nine and a half. I got no idea. No, I was gonna. Uh, I don't know either. I just I I got crunchy hats on the way. Beautiful. So, so crunchy, keep an eye out for your hats. 
That's awesome. Thank you so, for the yeah, super chats. I have no idea on that. Favorite thing about today is what? Mailing the hats. It was tremendous. Got them done on Sunday. Couldn't get there Monday or Tuesday. But I was like, today, got everything situated at the house this morning. Phone call and said, I got to go do this. So everybody that's getting a hat, um, you know, there's a little note inside for each one of you personally to thank you for supporting the show. Um, it's a token of our appreciation for continuing to come back, for continuing to tell people about it. And that's what we're doing. So that's, it's not, I'm, I'm, it is a process and I'm fucked up because I have a hundred things going on with P. Ralt and I literally on fucking fumes some days, like fucking fumes. Yeah. And there's, you know, holidays coming up. A lot of people fighting a lot of things. Um, you know, I, I, I just heard from a very dear friend and I'm not going to say nothing about it, but I mean, he's fighting some serious shit right now. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, um, we got to keep doing the show. Part of doing the show was getting the hats done and it's a way of connecting with each one of you. So look out for the hats, take a picture of the hat, post it in the discord, post mm. it on the Twitter, post mm. it to the show, email the show, yeah, tag us. Whatever you do, please do and tag us because it's going to keep happening. And for the fucking guy that came on my Twitter and said, you know, you're really fucking annoying, dude. Nobody likes you. He only got one follower. He's only, you know, I don't even know. It might be a bot. But he can no, it's a burner. It's not, it's, not a bur it's not a bot. It's a burner. Whatever it is. That's somebody who wants to say it who has a burner. That's a burner. Come say it to my fucking Amen. face. Amen. Because I don't know you, but you know me. And the people that know me wouldn't say that. But mm -hmm. I just wanted to say it now because I saw it. I was like, this is awesome. If you keep getting in my fucking thread, I'm going to block you. I've blocked one person and I told them to their face. I've never blocked anybody. That's not a bot. If you're going to continue to fuck up my positive threads or be an asshole, uh -huh. I'm going to block you. <laughs> you're too if nice. This person. You're too nice. Wants to, no, no, no. That's fine. There's no reason to do it. Just don't say anything and just move on. But if you want to come in and chirp, you'll get fucking blocked and you'll miss out on the hats or the plicks, which we talked about games yesterday, and P. Rawls swept the board. Pain some people to see you win. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's great. It's been a bad month for them, then. That's bad. bad. <laughs> bad I month. hope whoever's watching the fucking show, open, you lose. I say something stupid. We got nobody watching the show. All this other shit. Just keep, just, just hit the like button on the way by. That's all I'm asking of you. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about today. And it's only so, one o'clock. So this will be kind of in retort to that person. Email to ask the BVB at gmail.com. Hi, Matt and Dave. I wanted to personally thank you both for what you do. Having BVB in the brigade for the last year has meant more to me than you guys will ever know. I've had to battle through some really tough life changes during this time. Never straight, always forward. 
BVB has helped me keep it positive. On top of that, you guys have, have grown my love of hockey along with having the Kraken in town. I love sports and the show gives me some daily peace of mind. Go Seahawks. You guys are ready to go anywhere. The opportunity takes you. I hope the show will grow even more. And I really want to help any way that I can. Thanks for what you do. And thank you guys for being the absolute best. Signed, TP, are you with me? Hell yeah. That's my favorite thing about today. That people will, people will write sure. that. They'll take the time out to write that to us. Is you ever need to know why we do the show? That's why. <laughs> That's why we do the show. That's because why. we get we get something like that. And when we feel or I feel like, okay, we got to get this. We got to do that. We got to do this. We got to do that. And then it's like, it'll all be fine. You get emails <laughs> like that. It'll all be fine. It, it comes, it calms everything down. It, it, it just, everything's happening in the way that it's supposed to happen. I mean, it'd be nice if it happened faster. <laughs> Agreed. But, but it's okay. It's going to happen when it's going it's the way it's happen. supposed to happen. It's going the way it's supposed to happen. And, and I, I, for, I firm, I believe that for a while and I believe it now that it's, yep. it's all going the way it's supposed to go. And it's been very fun. So thank you for that email. Thank you for you guys for being here. It's always an awesome, awesome time. Thank you to Taylor Mathis for coming on. That was fun to have her on the show today talking about F1 and everything happening where I will be nowhere near starting today when they start closing down the roads and you'll see everyone lose their minds. In this I'll pick you up. We're going on Friday for practice. Where am I? <laughs> am I in a helicopter? If I'm in a helicopter, sure. Like if I'm, I'll, I'll go watch practice. I'm in a helicopter looking down. Absolutely. Otherwise, fuck off. I ain't going anywhere near it. No way. Uh-uh. There's no, uh, I, I, yeah, no way. No part of that traffic jam on Friday. The, what this town's going to be like on Thursday and Friday because the strip gets shut down as of Thursday and it's see ya. You're not see, driving there again on Sunday. Hell to the no on that. Yikes. Dave, Matt, tomorrow back for a Thursday's BVB.